0: Bye. Hello. Thank you for choosing the Lackadaisical LibroCubicularist Podcast. Without further delay, here is your host, Jordan Maywood. Hello! Welcome to the LibroCube! Uh, my name is Jordan Maywood and I am the Lacadaisical LibroCubicularist. Today, my friends, is TV Tuesday. Sometimes referred to as Television Tuesday. Sometimes... Referred to as television Tuesday, when I'm feeling Doug heffernan E. Doug heffernan e. It's We're going to use that. Leave that. Leave that as it is. Don't edit that whatsoever. Edit this, though. <laughs> edit that right out of there. Whoever's editing this, you madman. Something I like to say at the top of every show is that there will be spoilers. I guarantee it. I guarantee, as uh, I seem to recall, a Cajun chef from the 80s who had a TV show, what was he called? He used to say, I guarantee. That uh, that guy? Oh, man. That's probably going to bug me. Uh, I'm going to be 100% Amish with you. I will lose sleep tonight over trying to figure out who that is. Jordan, mental note to yourself to try to find out who that is, or... Mental note to all of you listening to this, if you know who I'm talking about, um, I will love you forever, for the reason that you will solve my brain puzzle mystery, and you were alive in the 80s and watched A Cajun Chef, despite the fact that you were a kid. Uh Aha. Okay, well, that was, I was going to say really going down the rabbit hole, but no, no, that was TV related. He was on TV, so yeah. Take that. Take that. Where was I? Oh, yes. The other thing that I like to say is that if you like what you hear, the only payment I ask is a million (laughs) dollars. No, that is ridiculous. The only payment I ask is perhaps you pass the podcast on to a friend. Perhaps you rate, subscribe, and comment within iTunes, as that is what helps podcasts grow and people find them and a whole community to build around them and an enjoyment to spread like a venereal disease. Oh, it's it's a beautiful thing. That will of course take us into our last piece of podcast-related Biz Which is today's sponsor, which is the which is Louis CK Ginger Favor. Mm-hmm ginger-flavored sexual lubricant once again today's sponsor is louis ck ginger-flavored sexual lubricant thank you to that product product for sponsoring this episode this episode in which this opening is being pre-recorded in fact A little behind-the-scenes action, as I like to throw out from time to time, for the reason that the potential exists, that behind-the-scenes of recording of a podcast is at all interesting. If it's not, well, I don't know what to tell you. It's going to happen regardless, so might as well just sit back and relax and enjoy it. That's what he said. The the behind-the-scenes action is that uh, in a liberal cube first, what I have done on my drive home from work today is recorded to openings of podcasts. Yeah, I've never done that before. Occasionally, I've recorded an opening and then recorded the episode the next day in the light of day, because it is wintertime, and I cannot see my notes at night time. Uh, but tonight, I uh, I recorded two, both a Frock Internet Day episode, as well as this TV Tuesday episode, this TV Tuesday episode, in which, uh, moments from now, I will start talking about the television show Louie. For you, it will seem like moments because, well, it will be moments. For me, it's going to be at least a weekend. No, it's going to be like four days. So, I have to try to remember that I uh, I have zero preamble when I hop in. I just got to start talking about Louis, which always feels weird when I do that. Um, it feels like I should say something before I start talking about what I'm talking about. But that's what this is, so it doesn't make sense to do. But the weirdness feeling is still there. Uh, yeah, television show Louie. Really, really good. Oh, no, I don't want to start talking about it now. i gotta, I got to save it for, for after. Sorry, apologies, apologies. What I will do, so I, don't, um, so I no longer sort of feel this pressure to start talking about it, is push this button. That's his transition that will indicate that I will transition into talking about it for the reason that I'm going to stop recording and then several, as many as four days are going to pass before I do start talking about the television show Louis, starring Louis C.K., that one. Okay, plan? He asked questioningly, despite the fact that responses cannot be heard from his listening audience? Uh-huh. Pushing button now. Transition. Louie, Louie. We gotta go. <laughs> yes, uh, Talking Louie. The television show. Uh, the theme song of which is not that song that says Louie in it, if I do recall. No, different uh, different Louie song. Two songs with the name Louie in it. That was the incorrect one to sing. So that's, uh, we're going to call that a joke. That's a joke, as Norm MacDonald would say. Who's ready for some jokes. Okay, uh, why don't I give the weather report? Because that makes zero sense. It's foggy as fuck. Yes. If you were fucking, uh, it would be this foggy. Huh? Yeah, that, uh description kind of falls apart a little bit okay let's hop into Louie season ugh. oh i should say perhaps on that note that during my this is a little behind the scenes action during my podcast hiatus over the Xmas holidays i watched the first three count them three seasons of Louie. i because it was my podcast hiatus i wasn't planning on bringing anything back from that time however i could not resist for the reason that this show is a good one a very good one and has been on my radar for uh, a very long time well at least three seasons worth and uh, always meant to watch it so that is what i did it's kind of a comedy drama not so much in the super super sadness of dramas but in the non-funny parts it's got some of that a dramedy Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. It is uh, loosely based on the real life of Louis C.K. Standing Up Comedian, as Jimmy Pardo would call him. Which uh, seems to be a thing lately. Well, I can think of two examples anyways. Louis C.K. and Mark Maron. Both television shows. Both have television shows, rather. uh, Which are loosely based on their lives. Both are funny, funny people. Of the stand-up variety. How about Dem Apples? Louis C.K. is divorced, which I uh, always add some comedy. He's got two kids. Again, working with kids. Ballsy. Ballsy maneuver, but uh, tends to pay off. And uh, kind of what I've done, and I'm not sure if this will work, but we're going to hope it does for the reason that it is what I've done. So, you know, better work. And that is uh, just sort of little point form notes from each season. That's, and, and we'll see what that sort of sparks in the old talk box, meaning my mouth. Season the first, my first note, says Ricky Gervais, doctor. <laughs> I think, and maybe this is a bad thing to say since it's in the first season. Well, it, it creeps up uh, another couple of times. But I think the absolute funniest parts of the show are when Ricky Gervais is there uh, acting. He's not playing himself. No, no, no. He's playing Louis C.K.'s doctor to great comedic effect. Uh, If this was an actual living doctor in this world today, he would have been sued for malpractice dozens of times over. (laughs) The, The most unprofessional doctor you will ever lay your eyes and ears on. And I love it. (laughs) <laughs> just as a sort of example. And this is one I told the missus as well. Louie goes in. He's got his shirt off. Uh, doctor, after... There's already been jokes, but uh, I think this one got a really good laugh out of me. He's got the stethoscope on his back. Says, all right, Louis, take a deep breath. He does. Because that's what you do when a doctor asks you to take a deep breath. You take a goddamn deep breath. He listens for a moment, looks Louis square in the eyes and says, well, it sounds like AIDS. It sounds like AIDS. He could tell with a stethoscope that Louis had AIDS. That's hey, you know what? I take it all back. This is a miracle, doctor. Amazing. He didn't actually have AIDS. It was a joke. Throughout this series, up until I guess it was season well, I did give spoiler warnings. Okay, yes, yes. Uh, Throughout the series, up until season three, uh, Louis has a girl who is a friend, not a girlfriend. I want you to get that out of your mind. Nothing ever happens with regards to uh, the actress Pam Adlon, who's playing, I forget who she's playing. Pam Adlon uh, may not be a name you readily recognize, just me saying it, but I have a feeling if you were to head on over to Google or IMDB and uh, type in her name, you'd probably recognize her, I would imagine. Very, very funny. In everything I've ever seen her in, this just sort of cemented that thought very, very much so. Uh, Louis C.K. has a thing for her, and would love to get a love brewing between the two of them, but it just doesn't happen, and there's no way it's going to happen. You could tell from the side of Pin Adlon that uh, it's not going to happen. One thing I like about this sort of relationship between these two is that I think in most sitcoms, Eventually, something would happen between these two. Eventually, uh, a love or something would develop. But because this is Louis C.K., and I think he's got pretty free reign on this show, nothing ever happens. It's just sadness throughout. And that amuses me for the reason that I think it's more realistic. Oh, sad. Very, very sad. There's an episode in which Louis has to deal with a heckler. Which, uh, geez, that's got to be tough. And he really, really lets this girl have it. And it's kind of amusing just for the reason that I imagine stand-up comedians, this is probably their favorite episode because they've all dealt with people such as this. And I think the actress and the words written for the actress are just so perfect to get across what uh, some of these hecklers are, the kind of just horrible, horrible people they are. One of the underlying things of this heckling breed is that quite often, and this girl emphasized it greatly, they don't feel that they're doing anything wrong. They feel that it's like their right, as a member of the audience, to participate with the comedian. And no, that is not your right. You're ruining it for everyone else, you horrible, horrible person. The fact that you're not even realizing that you're ruining it for everyone else is no excuse. It just indicates further that you think of nobody but yourself. And I hate you. Oh, I really hated this girl. Yeah, but the episode, I liked. There's an episode in season one in which Louis finds out his mother is a lesbian. Louis C.K., again, I hope you know Louis C.K., just for the reason that he's friggin' hilarious. That reason alone. Uh, His mother, probably going to be up there in years a little bit. So, the actress who played him, again, probably in her 70s, 80s, upwards, and uh, was sort of just coming across the idea that she's a lesbian, went out to dinner with Louis C.K. and Brother uh, to meet the new girl, who ends up being a, like, 20-something girl. Not only a 20-something girl, a hot 20-something girl. I think my favourite observation there is that both Louis C.K. and Brother come to the conclusion that they could not get a girl this hot to date them. <laughs> And yet their mother, you know, pulling it. Oh yeah, uh, there was an interesting part, and I wonder how accurate this is. I kind of think it is, uh, involving Facebook and being divorced. How, after a divorce, you're sort of on the prowl again, I guess, right? And, with the advent of Facebook, you can sort of look up all those old flings that you may have had in the past. And uh, I'm very, very curious. I don't... Well, I suppose I have one friend who's divorced and I wonder if he got his Facebook searching for Punani on, to put it bluntly. I bet he did. I bet he did. I hope he did. Louis C.K. quite often feels old. That's a, another sort of common th- theme throughout. So decides that perhaps a night out on the town will get him back feeling young again. It's actually a night on, out on the town that his babysitter forces him to go out on for the reason that she starts bawling over how sad Louis C.K.'s life is and the fact that he never goes out. (laughs) So that was the sort of impetus of this. He ends up hanging out with the African-American comics, for the reason that, uh, apparently, the African-American comic can and does get many, many girls. And when I say get, I mean in a sexual nature. So he thinks maybe he can go along and sort of get some of the remnants, I guess, of that pulling. Anyways, the show is Louie, so I will give away the ending in that he does not actually get the girl or any girl. I like actually how that episode ended in that he decides that to end his night, he's going to go into a a comedy venue and do a set. It's almost as if that is his girlfriend, the the comedy, the love of comedy, and that sort of uh, tickles my fancy very, very greatly. Okay, so uh, let's move into Season Dose, which means two. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this one was good, too. The missus would have loved this one for the reason that she likes fart humor. The humor of the fart variety came in the form of his sister, his incredibly pregnant sister who came to stay with him, who went into labor. Oh, my God. He's freaking out, doesn't know what to do. Eventually, she's just screaming her lungs out. Uh, through a series of crazy events, which I don't have time to go into, make it to the hospital. She's in there huffing and puffing away. The baby's, there's no doubt it's crowning at this point. It's gotta be about to pop out, right? No, she just lets loose the loudest and longest obviously fake for the purposes of comedy fart that I have ever heard, and then just sort of embarrassingly shrugs her shoulders and says, oh, well, I feel better now. I don't think I've ever had a fart that was so painful that I believed I was giving birth to a child, but uh, maybe that is a phenomenon that can indeed happen. One of the girls he dates or makes the attempt to date is the mother of one of the weird kids at school. Uh, (laughs) That quote-unquote date ends with him having to go to the store to get lube Mm -hmm. and blueberries. Lube and blueberries. Blueberries just for the reason that she could you know, she's hungry. She wants some blueberries. Lube for the reason that uh, she's not the most sexually excited being in the world. Uh, I wish I had written down the actress's name because she was very, very good. Uh, there's an episode in season two in which Louie takes his kids to visit his great aunt. Great aunt for the reason that she's um, very, very old. No. His parents' sister? No. Grandparents' sister? How does the greatness work as far as aunts? It's nothing to do with how good you are. I can verify that for the reason that this ant is incredibly racist. Incredibly racist. So his sort of idea was, let's take the kitties so they can go learn from this ant who was around, you know, during the Depression and had seen a lot. That's how you get to know of the past is by asking people who lived it. Now, if said person is incredibly racist, perhaps, just perhaps, you do not want to uh, have your kids exposed to them. Not a good idea. Many N-words dropped by the old lady, which is always freaky deaky to hear anyone say the N-word nowadays, but when it's coming out of an old lady, it it ups the strangeness a little bit, I think. Okay, folks, uh, I haven't done this in a hell of a long time, and that is I'm stopping to do my grocery shopping. And that rhymes, and you know it rhymes. So I'll take a little break come back with maybe a little more season two if not hop right into season three it's freaking dark as hell though so it's hard to read my notes i don't know what i'm gonna do one silver lining of this is that right now i will get to push this button in which i get to use my transition for uh, when i'm grocery shopping which i, I very frequently get to use anymore so i'm looking forward to that pushing button now <laughs> trees. On the road again. Technically, I suppose, while I'm still in the parking lot, and this parking lot is not fun to get out of. So I thought I'd start talking now, so people look at me and see I'm crazy talking to myself in a car. However, the one and only advantage of it getting dark so early in the wintertime is that people can't really see me being insane. I have a feeling, though, they can sense it. Ugh. Okay, uh, my next note here says Dane Cook. I don't know how much this is based in reality, but uh, is there a rivalry rivalry, between uh, Dane Cook and Louis C.K.? That is the impression that this episode gives for the reason that uh, apparently Dane Cook has been accused of stealing Louis C.K.'s jokes, or perhaps a joke in particular, Or some such now this is among comedians the absolute worst thing that you can do to another comedian is steal his jokes so uh, don't do that just period full stop the reason that Louis CK is going to him is because apparently Dane Cook and Lady Gaga have the same agent again I don't know how (laughs) loosely interpreted interpreted interpret. you know the word this is but uh, we'll assume very loosely. So uh, his daughter wants to see Lady Gaga, so he's got to go to Dan Cook to try to get tickets, and it's a whole big schmozzle. It's a big schmozzle, basically, to use the Jewish word, schmozzle. Okay, made that turn somewhat safely. Yeah. My next note, which I will have to put on my light to see, is, well, actually, the next two kind of go hand in hand just for the reason that they took a serious turn on the program. One came in the form of a suicidal friend. Uh, Something that I like and hate about this particular episode is that a friend who's suicidal, who's basically saying his goodbyes to Louis and is going to kill himself. Uh, You never know how the story sort of turns out for the reason that it ends with Louis sort of exhausted from spending the night with this guy who's kind of have the feel of that one last hurrah. Um, so he heads home, and then I can't say we've never seen this character again on the show, so I, can we presume he died? I don't know, sadness and questions combined for me to love and hate it. The love comes in that, uh, this is not something you have seen on TV before, I don't think. People like having endings to stories, so this is almost frustrating, and I'm surprised (laughs) the writers at The television show Louie, Louie included, presumably, or mostly, get away with this sort of thing. It's got to be the sort of thing that the the network people, the man, really, really hates. Oh, you know what? How about this for a little tidbit? Why not? Because it's not interesting to anyone but me and the messes. Right now, I am driving by the uh, dirt where, within some months, my new house will be. Huh, about that. Yeah, the Mrs and I uh, bought a house in uh, this town that I'm currently driving through and I just drove by the dirt that I have paid already money for. Hello dirt that I own that will one day have a new house on it. Yeah, how about that for interesting to absolutely nobody, but I bring it up anyways cuz it's my podcast and I podcast how I want to, podcast how I want to, podcast how I want to. You would podcast too if it happened to you. Ba, 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 ba. The next sort of, uh, I don't want to say downer, but not oozing with hilarity episode involved uh, Louis going on a USO tour, which I think is something he has actually factually done in real life, which is uh, impressive and ballsy, and a lot of this emphasized the fact that he was horrified throughout this experience, which, man, I would be too. He's got some balls on him. We'll say that. And the thing about Louis C.K. balls, <laughs> if I may, is the fact that seemingly outside, looking in at him, he has no balls. He's ball-less. But uh, then there's things like the U.S. O-Tour and the other evidences. Oh, if you listen to a Fra Internet Day, in which I recorded talking about him on Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, where he is apparently in real life a, uh, a good captain, by that I mean of his own ship slash yacht thingy. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Okay, so now I think I should move on to, well, let me just quickly, let's end season two with my last note, which is making as much sense as anything I do, and that is he gets a visit from his uncle, played by F. Murray Abraham, and F. Murray Abraham actually has popped up uh, twice now in two separate roles on this show, so that's kind of strange. I really really like him. He's 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 very good in this. I think he's one of those character actors who's basically always good. If you get F Murray Abraham for your acting project, whatever it may be, uh, you're you're not gonna have a bad time. Basically, anyways, uh, the reason that he's popping into Louis's life is to say that Louis should visit his father, who is apparently they are estranged. Uh, I like this episode for the reason that my father and I are estranged in the sense just in the sense that I haven't seen him in three-ish years perhaps somewhere in the three three to four year neighborhood I, I don't know it's been several years now uh you get the feeling with Louis that there's sort of bad blood between them where uh, as with me and my father I don't wish him uh any wrong and have nothing against him whatsoever just uh He's married to the one person on the globe who I hate, and if was ever murdered, I would come looking for me for the reason that I would murder her. You know. And now I've said it on a recording, so that's probably not good. Oh, well. Oh, well. Anyways, let's get back to season three of Louis. One of the first episodes of season three, he buys a motorcycle. So this has a little of that uh, midlife crisis feel to it which I'm curious if I'll have something like that. Like I'm 30, what, 2 or 30, turning 33 next month? Anyways, uh, I don't feel like I would, but uh, I don't know. Anything's possible, I suppose. And what would mine take the form of, I wonder? Something nerdy. You know what? Maybe something of a midlife crisis experience is uh, me now going to uh, Fan Expo and Comic-Con and Getting my nerd on that way. Uh, Not immediately, but fairly immediately. Uh, Gets into an accident. He's not uh, seriously hurt, just bruised, banged up a little bit. But that's what you get for these living dangerously midlife crisis. At least mine takes the form of getting my nerd on. Uh, The next one is he is invited to dinner. Dinner with one of his comedian pals. Oh, which I I should say that along that line, quite a number of stand-up comedians appear within Louie as themselves. Oh, shit, you know what? I didn't write down who this particular one was. Anyways, I invited him over for dinner, and the reason being was that it was a setup. <sighs> a setup in a uh, sexual nature. No, relationship nature. The, the stand-up comedian in question's wife knew a girl who would be perfect for Louie. <laughs> didn't tell Louie because... Knew that he wouldn't show up. Same thing with the girl who, oh shit, who was the actress who played her? I think it was somebody as well. Well, of course it was somebody, but somebody I would recognize. Anyways, the actual dinner over at Friends part didn't go too, too well. But uh, they ended up going out, going to a bar, getting their drink on. Their drank on. Which uh, I think is a good way for people to get to know one another. And that is, of course, by getting drunk together. Yay. Ended up making out a little bit in the parking lot and Louie got a BJ which if you are unfamiliar is short for blow job the girl then wanted him to reciprocate with a uh, LJ lick job I-, I don't know what was you what kind of J is that uh, it's never come up c job kind of job it's some sort of job anyways he felt that it was too intimate that was what he used i don't know it's kind of too intimate we just met (laughs) she uh she forces him to yeah basically mouth rapes him rapes his mouth with her you know lady parts (laughs) uh things like this on the show make me think has this Did this actually happen? Did did a story such as this ever happen to anyone, let alone Louis C.K., that this show is based around? I don't know. I can't imagine. (laughs) The way that ended, I love, is that happens, whatever. uh, The business is done. The deed is completed. And she says something along the lines of, So, you want to uh, go see a movie next week? He just shrugs his shoulders and says, Yeah, okay. Loves it. He because he is a stand-up comedian, travels around the country, no less. Uh, There's a couple episodes, or was it just one, that take place in Miami, where he kind of falls in love with the city of Miami and kind of what it's all about. Develops a bit of a bromance. (laughs) A pretty hilarious bromance with a Cuban gentleman. Uh, Yeah. I'll just leave that at that, because I'm getting close to home, and I should fit in. What's my last? Oh, uh, Parker Posey. She plays a love interest who is insane, just as Pendulette would say, "bug fucking nutty. So she was awesome in that, needless to say, Mark Marin, hey, I already mentioned Mark Maron. Uh, and again, this falls into the same sort of category as Dane Cook uh, that there's apparently a rivalry between these two. Is that in real life? Uh, I can't imagine it's in real life too much for the reason that Mark Maron is now doing. Louis CK's show, so I guess they've hashed it out if there ever existed something to hash out. Uh, This episode ended with uh, several episodes involving how uh, Louis was supposed to do his stand up on Jay Leno's show. As you do when you are a stand up and are famous enough to do late night talk shows, you'll do them occasionally. In this case, something very, very interesting happened. Uh, The guest was supposed to be Tom Cruise. So Louis had it in his head that he would get, as they say, bumped. Which means, in showbiz lingo, that uh, he'd be bumped for Tom Cruise, because Tom Cruise wouldn't shut up, so uh, he wouldn't appear on that episode. What actually, factually happened was that Tom Cruise didn't show up at all. What? Blessing in disguise. Which meant uh, Louis had to be this the, I think, period, the guest for that particular night of the Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Apparently, although they didn't show any clips or anything like that of it, he did very, very well. So well, in fact, that uh, he was asked to sort of put his name up for being a fellow late-night talk show host person, uh, I guess after Jay Leno, or... No, no, yeah, it was... was, uh, David Letterman was going to retire, was the story. So it was between him and Jerry Seinfeld, who's going to get the job. Now, he's the underdog, obviously, in that scenario, and he knew that, but in a sort of un-Louis-like, un-Louis-like behavior, he says, you know what, I'm going to go for it. I'm just going to do my absolute best, and maybe, just maybe, it'll pay off in the end. Uh, I should mention, again, of course, this television show is Louie, so um, it doesn't pay off, hmm. which, again, I love and hate. I love it for the reason that it's unexpected. I hate it for the reason that you kind of like to see, at least every once in a while, him sort of get a get a little bit ahead, get 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 up on somebody, Get a, a, a modicum of good luck every once in a while. Please, for the love of God, someone give a dog a bone. But uh, it doesn't really ever happen, which is amazing and frustrating, and I love it, folks. Uh, I'm at home. So that was Louie, season one to three. Uh, potentially, possibly, maybe, who knows, I will bring back more as they are created, because I believe season four is in the process of being written right now, I think, I do believe, possibly, maybe, I don't know, I don't know. What I do know is that it is nice to be nice to the nice. Thank you for listening. We are here in the Liberal Cube would love to hear from you.